Good evening, brothers and sisters, and welcome to this online service. We'd like to welcome those who maybe uh, just switch on for the very first time. We are talking about building our life on Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. And the way we know that we are building our life on Jesus, the chief cornerstone, is that we are building our life on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. This is found in Ephesians 2, verse 19 and verse 20. It says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. So we learn that the apostles and prophets, God has administered his grace through them by releasing the revelation uh, to them so that they can impart it into our life. And Every word that God has spoken or sent forth into our life, there is a purpose. And God wants to see fruits being birthed, being, being produced as a result of that truth, as a result of that word. So God is looking for fruits. It's important, right? Some people say, oh God, look at our hearts. But they forgot God also look at our fruits. In fact, the fruits tells us about our heart, right? You know, if we are not fruitful, what kind of heart do we have, right? So, so God wants to see fruits. In John 15 verse 8, He said, This is to the Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. The proof of our heart, the proof that we are truly following God is to the fruits that we produce. Okay, so we've been talking about how can we be fruitful. You know, we have to receive the seed, the word, the truth that is uh, planted into our life with the right attitude. You know, with boldness because many times God speaks his word, and, and is contrary to what we humanly are thinking, right? And so we have to have bonus to believe and to receive that word because it will cost us, truth will cost us. And then we honor and treasure that word because we know this is the Father's good and perfect gift to us so that we can be fruitful, right? So we treasure that word, we remember that word. Because if we do not remember the word, it's as if we never listened. We never heard about that word. So when we remember, then we can learn obedience. We can learn how to obey and put it uh, into, uh, work it into our life to produce the, the purpose that God has sent forth His word. And this evening, we want to look at another key or another factor that will uh, help us to produce fruits that is understanding 
understanding the word of God. And uh, a lot of Christian, when we read the word, we listen to the preaching of the word, we still do not understand. As a result, we are not able to produce fruits. And there may be reason. Okay, let's look at uh, Matthew 13, verse 18 and 19. Matthew 13, verse 18 and 19. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it. The evil one comes and snatch away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. So can you see, the word has already been sown into the heart. It's not that the word is outside, but the word is inside. So the enemy knew the potent, the power of this seed. When this seed were to produce fruits, it would do much damage to the kingdom of darkness. You know, sometimes we do not treasure that word. We do not know how powerful that word, that truth, is going to work in our life. But the enemy knew. And the, the devil wants to steal that word, steal your effectiveness, steal the fruits that is from your life by stealing that truth. And the only way we can protect that truth that is sown into our life is that we understand. We understand. Because if you do not understand, you also would not treasure. You don't realize how precious, how powerful that word is. Right? And also, because that seed is already sown into our hearts. So you can imagine there are voices inside that resist the truth. The, uh, the apostle Paul, before he was converted, he was Saul of Tarsus. And the word of God, the truth, was going in. And he resists, resists against that truth, that word of God. So this is what the enemies want to do you know, in our life, to resist against the truth. And that's why some people, we don't like to hear certain words. But those are truth. Those are things that God will cause us, cause our life to be transformed and to be fruitful. But the enemies want you to resist against that, that truth. And then the other thing the enemy wants is to want us to abuse or misuse the truth. You see, in the temptation of Jesus in the, in the wilderness, the enemy comes with the word of God and says, if you are the son of God, well, you know, you, you, you turn this stone into bread. You jump from the highest point of the temple and he will save you. You see, so the enemy wants us to, to, to misuse the word of God uh, and, and because we do not truly understand the truth of the word of God. So, uh, so if we do not understand, our effectiveness, our fruitfulness are being removed or being destroyed. Look at Psalm 82, verse 5 to verse 7. Psalm 82, verse 5 to verse 7. He said, God is speaking concerning 
the sons of the Most High. He's speaking to the Christian, to the believer. He said, they know nothing. They understand nothing. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are gods. You are all sons of the Most High. But you will die like mere men. You will fall like every other ruler. Even though you are destined for glory, even though you are, you are destined to do great things, to be successful, to live to the glory of God, but he said, you will die like mere men, like everyone else. Why? What is the reason? You are the sons of the Most High. It's just like us Christians. We are the sons of the Most High. You see, we may even know some of the truth. But unless we go deeper into understanding those truths, we will not be able to live out that life. Just like we know we are the sons of God. We are, we are destined for glory. But in reality, are we? Are we? So he says, they know nothing, understand nothing. Walk in darkness. That's the problem. They can be so powerful, but because they don't understand. And so they walk in, in darkness. Okay, so we hope this doesn't happen to us. So we desire to understand the truth. We don't just want to listen, listen. We desire to understand the truth so that it can be fruitful. It can, it can work in our life uh, uh, for the purpose that God has set, sent it to us. So some people say, well, you know, I don't understand. It's too difficult. But this evening, we need to understand God has given us the understanding. God has given us the faculty to understand if we really desire. So don't say we don't understand. Look at uh, uh, Colossians uh, 1, verse 9. Colossians 1, verse 9 and 10. He said, for this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you, asking God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. So when Paul heard about these Colossians, Christian, they are already sons of God. They already believe in Jesus. Paul prayed for them that they will know, they will be filled with the knowledge of His will. Because if you don't know the will of God, you can't do that. And even if we do know the will of God, if we do not understand them, we cannot carry it out. It's just like these people who know that they are the sons of the Most High. But no understanding? Live in darkness. Okay, so Paul prayed that they will, have, will be filled with a spirit of wisdom and understanding. Wisdom and understanding, they come together. When we understand, then we need wisdom to carry it out. 
right? So they come together. So this is what Paul is praying, and this is what we need to do. He says, so that you may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work. You see, in order for fruit bearing, we need to understand, we need to have uh, uh, wisdom concerning the plan, the word of God, the purpose of God. Okay, so, so God, we, we can pray when we do not, do not understand, we pray about it. And the other thing is, I said God has given us uh, the, the, the faculty to, to understand. Um, we're we're going to come to that uh, a little bit later. But let's look at uh, another verse in Matthew 13, verse 23. Matthew 13, verse 23. But the one who received the seed that fell on good soil is the man who hears the word and understand it. He produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. So you see, understanding is crucial to producing fruits because it, it gives us the wisdom to know how to work it out and work it through to produce that fruit. And the degree of your understanding determines the degree of fruitfulness, right? That's why company, they spend a fortune in research. What for? So that we can understand better the products or, or, or the seeding uh, that we are planting so that we can improve on it, work on it. The more they understand, the, the more they work on it, the better the you, right? If you are a planter, you know what, what I'm talking about. And so understanding, the degree of our understanding determines the measure of yield or fruitfulness that we have. So uh, that's why we need to really understand. But don't wait till you fully understand. Understanding of the truth sometimes is progressive as well. You've got to act on what you know, the little that you know, and then God will lead you further and further into greater truth. But if you do not act on it, you just stay there and just say, I don't understand and do nothing, that seed we heard earlier on is stolen, will be stolen by the enemies. The enemies will take it, it will, 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 will remove that, that seed from you and you will not be fruitful at all. So we need to begin to act on the little understanding that we have and start from there. Look at this story in the life of Simon, the fisherman, who becomes Peter, the apostles. One day they were working whole night, fishing, you know, out in the lake, but uh, they caught nothing. They caught nothing. And then they came back frustrated, just washing their nets. And Jesus came along and began to preach. And at the end, Jesus said to Simon, after they finished preaching in Luke chapter 5, verse 4, He said, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. So Pete, uh, Simon, when he heard this word, he's thinking, what are you talking about? We are 
experienced fishermen. We know this place, this is our territory. And we've been working whole night. And there's no fish. I don't understand what you're talking about. Go and, you know. But he said, nevertheless, in the next verse, Simon answered, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught not, uh, caught and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the net. So he's saying, I don't understand. I don't understand what you're saying. But because you say so, I will just obey you. I'll just act on that. Because you say so. And that's what we need to do to be fruitful. We listen to the Word of God. We may not understand everything at one go. But the little that we understand, we've got to begin to act upon it and begin to work on it. And, and, and Simon, later on, he knew. Jesus was not really uh, concerned about catching fish. Jesus was using this to lead him so that he can understand that what God wants him to do is to be fisher of men. That was what the truth is leading to. But Simon has to act on the word, the little that he knows, and disregard those he doesn't understand at this time. Right? Later on, he understood, but not at this time. Okay, so start with what you know, the little that you know, and begin to obey and begin to, to act upon it. Right? God, I said, God has given us the faculty to understand. But if we do not understand, one, one uh, recurrent uh, reason the Bible gives that people do not understand is due to the hardening of their hearts. It's not so much they cannot understand. It's rather they do not want to receive the word. They do not want to understand. So if you say you do not understand and you are a child of God, you maybe your heart is not hard and you need to do what the Apostle Paul did and pray. Pray that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And then you need to act upon the word. The little that you know. And don't keep saying, I don't understand. And do nothing. And start acting and God will lead you further. But there are others in our midst who just do not want to receive the word. You know, there are things in your, in your heart that causes you to, to be hardened. So you do not receive. Let's look at uh, Matthew 13, verse 15 and 16. Matthew 13, verse 15. And 16, for this people's heart has become callous. They hardly hear with their ears and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their hearts and turn. And I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because you, they see and your ears because they hear. So can you see the reason why these people do not understand is because their heart is hardened. They do not want to hear with their ear. They do not want to see with their eyes. It's not that they cannot, but they are hardened. Okay, So that's why uh, they do not understand. And it's not because of their sin either. Because some people, you know, they, they felt that they cannot receive the word of God because of sin 
And people say, well, I don't feel like it because they fail. And they say, wait till I feel better, then I come to church. But, but sin is not the problem because the Word of God says, if you understand and listen, understand with your heart and listen with your ears and see with your eyes, then you would turn and, be, and you will receive healing. Then you'll be able to see the grace of God, the mercy of God, the love of God waiting for you. And then you will receive healing and restoration. So it's not because you cannot understand. It's because you do not want. It's because of the hardening of your heart. So if that's the case, we need to deal with the hardening of our hearts that causes us to lose our our sensitivity to the truth of God. And uh, if we do not understand, you see the consequence? We are cut off. We are separated from the life of God. So do not live in ignorance. Look at it in Ephesians 4, verse 17. Ephesians 4, 17. So I tell you this, and insist on it in the law that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding, separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. So God is not saying, hey, because they are so sinful. No, God is waiting for sinners to come to Him. right? But rather, these people refuse to come. So they harden their heart. They do not want to receive the word of God. And as a result, they remain in ignorance. And you see the, dark, the, 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 the consequence. They are separated from the life of God. So can you see the importance of uh, understanding the word of God so that we will be fruitful? So that the word, the seed will not be stolen by the enemy. We receive the word of God, we obey the word of God, even though we do not fully understand because it's a journey. We started with the little that we understand and we obey and God will lead you, leads us into greater truth as we obey, as we follow Him. Shall we pray? Father, we thank You for Your word. We thank You that you are releasing your revelation to the church through your apostles and prophets so that we can be established on Jesus, the chief cornerstone, and build our life on this solid rock. And Lord, we pray that you will give us a spirit of understanding and spirit of wisdom so that our eyes are totally open and our ears are open to hear and to see, to perceive what you are speaking to us at this time. And Lord, we just want to obey your word, even though we may not fully understand, but we want to obey your word so that, Lord, we can believe into all truth, so that we can know you better and better so that we can produce much fruits to the glory of your name. 
So Lord, we pray for everyone listening to this message. I pray that we will be fruitful. I declare that we will have the understanding of the truth and we will have the wisdom to carry out what you want us to do so that we are fruitful in all kinds of good works. To the glory of your name, we thank you, Lord, for blessing us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.